Hey everyone, this podcast is coming to you from the Psychic Dolphin Garage. You can support this show and our larger efforts to build a leftist community through podcasting over at patreon.com slash psychic dolphin garage. That's patreon.com slash P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-D-O-L-P-H-I-N garage, which is spelled like it sounds. There's this amazing Thai food place by my job and, uh, Every time I go in, they're like, oh, well, like, how spicy do you want it? And I'm like, oh, you know, pretty spicy. I like that. And then they're like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> and every time without fail, I, 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 you know, really bit off way more than I can chew. You have like three bites <laughs> and then it's like, all right, well, this goes back in the fridge until uh, next week. When somebody, when, when somebody at a restaurant asks me, like, are you sure in reference to my spice level? I get straight up in dick. Oh, yeah, no, that's some, that's some. <laughs> they bring it out. I shovel it all into my mouth. I like push my water to the other end of the table. I'm a, I'm a that show is some total like bad See, late 90s. Like, are you ready for this kind of fucking marketing it's like of course i'm fucking ready for this i'm, I'm going to fucking yeah. suffer see the thai places that are by me i whenever they say are you sure i like i like look at them i'm like maybe i'll go with the medium and the medium is always fine i've always discovered that like all the asian restaurants we eat at we go to chinatown here in houston like mm-hmm. i i listen to those people when i go to yeah. like uh, a uh, a bayou place and I get like oh yeah can I get the extra hot the extra spicy crawfish they're like are you sure I'm like yes just please bring me the extra spicy crawfish <laughs> and then you start eating it you're like these aren't even spicy like yeah. what are you doing how do you make seafood too spicy there's not that much to it it's like the lightest protein in the world you could spice that shit you could just eat straight spice out of a bag it would be the same as eating like spicy <laughs> seafood you're, at that point, it's just, like, directly on the tongue. Like, you just overload yourself right away. It's like, well, I have a tolerance yep. now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I grew up around a bunch of Cajun people, and my my girlfriend's parents are Cajun, and they make, like, spicy Cajun food. Yeah. But it's a different kind mm-hmm. of spicy than, uh, you know, than Indian or Thai food. So. Yeah. Well, all the different peppers have, like, a little bit of a different feel to them. Like, I can't handle a lot of habanero the way I can handle like tons of like you know really strong jalapeno or something or even like wasabi i have like an endless wasabi and horseradish tolerance yeah but habanero just knocks me on my fucking yeah (laughs) my favorite thing is we go to this korean bar it's like it's called like soju bar and and we order soju and uh and they have these these i don't think you're supposed to say that anymore but okay (laughs) well (laughs) <laughs> so so they have these hot wings and the hot wings are amazing but they are so spicy i can barely eat them and they wreck my entire my entire stomach <laughs> it is see that's the caveat i want to start putting on like like spiciness levels okay because like it's one thing to be able to handle a certain <laughs> level of spice like you have to have your entire body be able to handle it though <laughs> yeah. you know like one end to the They've other got, like separate yeah. spice scales for like okay this is mouth <laughs> spicy this is ass spicy <laughs> well like i i want to know be like okay well you know what's the maximum like spice that you can have that won't wreck your insides and liquefy right. <laughs> well it's like weed right like different strains do different things right so i walk in and the like the the bud tender but for like spicy peppers and stuff is like so what's your issue and i'm like well i love spicy food my ass can really handle it my mouth can really handle it but i have gerd can you help me out with that 
this is a vinegar-based spice, and this will really help you. Oh, my God. This is amazing. I've been doing the spice tincture twice a week, and my girl is gone. Psychic Dolphin Garage. Hey everyone, I'm Kelton, I'm Zach, and I'm Bo, and welcome to another episode of Psychic Dolphin Garage. This week we have JP from BP Bledis joining us in the garage. How's it going? Pretty good. You know, I'm like totally gorged on Indian food. I'm on my third beer, feeling that special kind of mishmash of complex emotions that make me feel like I want a podcast. So you guys come in at a good time. Beautiful. <laughs> The Venn diagram of, uh, you know, being full and being slightly depressed, but also feeling motivated. That's the <laughs> That's podcasting the circle. That's creed. exactly the position. <laughs> yeah, just a sprinkle of uh, horniness over the top. Uh, you know. Oh, yeah, none of us have pants on, right? I want to clarify that before we get full in the recording. You can cut this out, of course, but... Yeah. I never wear pants while I record unless I'm actually in the Hell room. Hell yeah, on that news people, anchor shit, yeah. So- so rare for me. Yeah, news, do you think news anchors really don't wear pants? Because I know Bill I definitely if didn't. I was a news anchor. And I mean, <laughs> he sucks for other reasons too, but... Yeah, he just kept shitting them too much. His producer was like, pants that's, gotta that's go, Bill. That's why all the TPUSA kids wear diapers these days. <laughs> that's why they're called TPUSA, ah, because they spend all their time wiping O'Reilly's ah, ass. Put me on Air America, I promise. <laughs> this kind of content available all the time. Yeah, catch me doing a tight five on Kimmel next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has been uh, definitely one of the uh, more scatterbrain weeks, I think, uh, over anything. So, you know, I don't know what y'all's personal lives have been like over the past seven days. But, man, just trying to chase uh, – it feels like chasing the dragon, trying to figure out, well, what exactly – is the biggest news story to take More like place, chasing so. the dragon because Bill, Bill, uh, Pete Buttigieg, <laughs> Bill, <laughs> Bill O'Reilly, uh, just f- Pete Buttigieg fucking sucks. No. You mean you mean child of person of color, Pete? Yeah, Buttigieg, yeah, notorious. Right? Yeah, uh, Pete O.C. If <laughs> yes. you will. Um, no, fucking. Uh, so you ask how our <sighs> weeks went. Uh, I, I remember there was a distinct point, like I think like Tuesday or something, where I was sitting in my car after work just staring into my fucking phone like, this fucking High Hopes song sucks ass, and it's all people are going to talk about for like the next three days. <laughs> also, you know, there people have floated the idea that, hey, your your employer should, you know, fucking reimburse you for time spent, com- uh, you know, uh, fucking commuting, right? They should also reimburse you for time spent recovering emotionally after just fucking doing a full work day. And as soon as you look at your phone, it's like, oh, yeah, this is this is the fucking thing that's going on. This is the world. Cool. I personally think that when you you sign up for a job and they hire you mm-hmm. and they tell you your hourly, hourly rate, that's just what you should be paid every yes, hour absolutely. of every day, all the time, whether you're at work or not. And then there's still like a 25-hour yeah. limit. God, that shit sounds beautiful. <laughs> Well, careful, because, I mean, there's going to be, like, some, like, tech bro freak that's going to be like, I absolutely agree. That's why you will spend 25 hours a week doing everything out and about in the real world, and all the rest of the time, you get into this cryopod where you'll be resting. <laughs> as, long, as long as it's got a screen on the inside, and I can fucking, I don't know, like, watch YouTube or something. Like, that's basically what I do when I'm not at work anyway. <laughs> 
Well, you know, uh, if you want to stare at something else on your phone, I suppose you can uh, go ahead and check out our Discord. You can come and hang out with us there. There's always fun shit occurring. Uh, you can find the link to it in our show notes. <laughs> occurring. I mean, <laughs> what I don't know. Wait, wait, like, What's that wh- funny? <laughs> I don't <laughs> Yeah, I think your co-hosts are right to criticize you for your use of the passive voice. <laughs> Some real There's red ink on your paper. See me after class. <laughs> have to be careful. There is always some fun shit that have... has will been happening in get, get, the get, Discord. Get him some fucking slack. <laughs> the Discord is a gate to the future past, and you can predict both of those things by being there. Become an oracle. So get in Discord. You know what Discord is. It's good. We also like continue the same conversation like three days prior, and I'm supposed to act like that's still something current. So I mean, yeah, no, it's it's like fucking uh, how people would communicate <laughs> by letters back in the day. You know, you know, letters. <laughs> I mean, but if you guys do want to write us letters, I suppose you could write it in the form of a review. We're doing a quest to get to 100, not iTunes, Apple podcast reviews, uh, I guess. Right, Zach? Did I did I read that correctly? Or Google Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, or Podbean Podcasts. Just tell you listen to the podcast, honestly. you should leave us a review there on that app that you use. Because I understand yeah. that not everybody has the same application that they use. Well, get the other applications, too. Write them a goddamn review on nine different platforms, you lazy fuck. What are you doing? I like this attitude. Thank you, JP. Bring that energy. (laughs) (laughs) For for all intents and purposes, though, uh, Apple Podcasts gives us the best uh, analytics, and so that's why we just say 100 Apple Podcast reviews, uh, because that's the stuff that we keep track of and keep tabs on. And, uh, I mean, those reviews, they always mean a lot to us. Once we hit 100, we're going to be doing a t-shirt giveaway. So leave us a five-star review or not. I mean, four-star reviews if you hate us. And uh, we'll we'll read it yeah, out Go loud, by IGN you know? rules where it's like, this podcast fucking sucks. These guys are idiots. Uh, don't listen to this. Uh, 8.5. <laughs> <laughs> the lag alone was awful. Oh, God. So, uh... What did y'all spend your weeks doing out of curiosity? Did anyone like watch the debates? Uh fuck no. I didn't know they were happening, honestly, until after the <laughs> Hell fact. No. Yeah, I, I also I was said, kind of just like, uh, oh, what's happening on Twitter? Man, like people are talking about Kamala Harris a lot for some <laughs> random reason. Oh, this is why. I'm not gonna tune in. No. Yeah, I mean I like I rely on Twitter to like fill me in the next couple of days if I don't watch the debates the night that they happen because if I don't do that I'm not going to like sit through a two hour broadcast later uh, but <laughs> Twitter like didn't have that much to say there were no snarky gifs there were no like big posts where everybody was just posting the same thing verbatim so I have no idea what happened because the zeitgeist didn't hand it up to me on a silver platter <laughs> SNL clearly had booked all of the guest actors for the the debates program and then they just were having to do random character bits the entire time and not focus on anything anyone actually how, said how is that different from any other fucking snl thing i mean come well, on because most of the time they, they try to do something <laughs> oh they reference like yeah, to, yeah, 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 yeah yeah at least there's like a trope that kind of falls out of the debates or there's like you know i wrote the damn bill or whatever like or somebody will make a face that will become a meme over and over again but it just didn't happen people don't have the energy for this like 
same yeah. fucking debate over and over again because I, I had it up on YouTube to try to come up with some fucking snarky commentary about it. I set it to play at double speed and I watched as much of it as I could without my eyes bleeding from hearing the same talking points rehashed over and over again that I've been listening to for the last six months. I mean, the only big surprise I think that I mean, in certain circles, at least, uh, that occurred was Elizabeth Warren going full mask off on imperialism. Just oh, like yeah. full blown being like, we need more people in the military. Oh, I think she went mask on, actually, right? Because the memes indicate she put a bane mask on. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I didn't I didn't actually listen to any part of the debate. All I did was sit in a Discord while Brett from Dumb and Awful got angry at the things they were saying. See, that's <laughs> yeah, that's real journalism right there. Fuck. That's the same thing I do with theory, so really it's got to count for something. Just yeah, listen to somebody else get mad about it. <laughs> Like, that's the fucking way to go. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, instead of reading Lacan, you read somebody who wrote a book about Lacan. It's exactly the same yeah, thing. That's basically what I did in high school. They have these cool things. I think they're called Sperk Notes. Sperk Notes, yeah. No, I, I know Sperk Notes. Yeah. <laughs> if there isn't, like, a cooking-themed version called Spork Notes, it's a real missed opportunity there for them. Um. Well, I mean, the debates did seem to be pretty miserable. Uh, every, everything kind of was playing the hits and also not really surprising anyone. I mean, everything's miserable because we're just waiting for the DNC to, like, give up and just come out with it and say, we're not going to let Bernie get elected. Sorry, guys. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna rat fuck him just like 2016. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But, but hey, hey, we have to think about it this way. Maybe this new contender coming into the stage, this hot shot <laughs> person, Michael Bloomberg, uh, he'll really spice some things up, you know? <laughs> yeah, Michael Bloomberg, great friend of uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> so certainly, he's not taking any uh, corporate donors or, or money from special interests because he's totally not yeah. one, guys. Yeah. No, no, he's, he's a just billionaire. a Jewish billionaire who owns his own media conglomerate. Yeah, I, I don't think that Trump's base will have any issue... Uh, trying to you know uh, disagree with him on any front. Oh, whatsoever. that's what you're that's what you're going for. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Famous libertarian friendly candidate, uh, the Jew Michael Bloomberg. God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, weirdly enough, though, um, this is the guy who Mike Gravel wanted to run for president, and it's still just I don't. I don't see the the full logic because I know that he had talked about like his dream candidate ticket was Bloomberg Gabbard for some godforsaken reason. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and like the idea behind it at least was that then Michael Bloomberg would self finance his com campaign and it would free up the DNC and the D trip uh, committee to be able to then spend all of their funding on the tight races to help win over the house and Senate. Oh my God, no, but that's, that's, that's really believing that the, uh, the, the DNC and the D trip are going to actually, um, how can I phrase this? Not just elect Republicans. <laughs> yeah. The Democrats fucking suck. They don't have half the strategy or a quarter of the fucking like intuition to do any of that. No, shit. They're going to, they're going to find a way that they need to, yeah, the, the, the spine, the nerve. <laughs> yeah, they're going to fuck it up. Hold gonna on. Find a way why, why are we implying that, like, the, <laughs> that they don't have as much genitals as other people, Bo? <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying that bits relate directly to the ability of, of, of elected representatives and the people that, that 
staff the the political <clears throat> the political system that yeah. that elects and protects our representatives. Uh, maybe you know they don't want more Ocasio Cortezes. Maybe they want more Nancy Pelosi's. Who does better posts? What? Zach? Who does better posts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but look. Yeah. In order to get an AOC, you have to find somebody who actually has like political beliefs and wants to accomplish something. They grow Nancy Pelosi's in a shed <laughs> behind the Pentagon. <laughs> Okay, they're a dime a dozen. Yeah, they, they've grown six Nancy Pelosi's yes. before, you know. Nothing's going to stop them again. They're like Ruth Bader Ginsburg's. They just keep rolling them out there. Yeah, everybody thinks Ruth Bader Ginsburg is so precious. Oh, protect the old lady on the Supreme Court so Trump doesn't nominate another ghoul. Lies. Wrong. There are millions of Ruth Bader Ginsburg's. They comprise the center of the earth. Many of them are still molten. This is the Venture Brothers at this fucking point. We live in the goddamn Venture Bros timeline. <laughs> Hopefully, Jesus. God, Man. I wish because that means David Bowie is still alive and has and a lot like, of power. Well, <laughs> might actually that's, bode that's well just for the sovereign. Somebody. No, David Bowie. Who knows where he is? The sovereign just happens to. We're we're, we're fucking okay. This episode is commandeered now. It's a Venture Brothers episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Please, please go on on uh, David. I'm so glad I died when I did, so I didn't get me too Bowie. <laughs> Yeah, that's true enough. <laughs> well, again, the sovereign, his hands are clean. He just happens to like looking like David Bowie. <laughs> yeah, he just does want to murder. Yeah, I mean, like standard supervillain shit. That's yeah, yeah, very yeah. basic, totally forgivable. Yes. Yeah, listen, I'm a monster, not a monster. Okay, <laughs> there are rules for this for yeah. a reason. This is just how it works. I mean, he's not fucking Phantom Limb. Come on. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> See, that's how it sounds to, to us when you guys talk about sports. Yeah, because I could talk about maybe the Except our shit is made. way cooler than fucking sports, so <laughs> shut the, the fuck yeah, up. The Venture Brothers, it's as funny as any other cartoon on Adult Swim, plus it has the fucking character development that outclasses Game of Thrones. The character development that takes like, literally like a fucking decade of television to like really just chew yeah. on. It's fucking great. All right, Zach, for for our sake, let's make a mental note here uh, just so we can see what the analytics drop off is. Listen, listen, I'm actually I'm just I'm just scrolling through a Venture Bros memes because I I do love the Venture Bros as well. (laughs) Lost in the sauce. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I'm I'm I I, uh, I'm the radical centrist for this podcast now because I both love sports and the Venture Bros. Um, oh, aside, you, so, fuck. you know what? Do you know what I watch at night when I'm when I'm getting a hand job? I don't watch sports. I watch the Venture Bros. <laughs> what a weird detail. <laughs> a cold, apathetic hand job. Yeah. You know? Hell yeah. yeah, yeah like... Give me a high five on that one. No, no, no. Other hand. <laughs> one that's done purely for maintenance with no emotional connection yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> Well, that's because I get my emotional connection from watching uh, watching Johnny and yeah, Johnny. Yeah, watching 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 Johnny Venture. Johnny Venture, my favorite character, (laughs) the best character in the whole show. (laughs) I mean, I I guess like in in terms of like things to get hand jobs while you know while watching. Uh, it's it, if you had to choose between Venture Bros and the impeachment hearings, uh, <laughs> I guarantee you there's some fucking horrible shit lib couple somewhere that that is that is absolutely their thing. Yeah, it's it's all of Donut Twitter. There are a yeah. bunch of liberals like, that are horny for impeachment. 
Like, oh my God, babe, did you see what George Takei just posted? Ha <laughs> ha, uh, we're going to win this one. They're, they're, they're wearing nothing but their pussy hats <laughs> yeah. that they fucking got in 2016, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like, broke, liberalism is a mental disease, woke, liberalism is a sexual pathology. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a liberal and you move into a new neighborhood, you should have to alert everybody else door to door. Hi, uh, I just, my, my name's Terry, I recently moved in, and I just feel, uh, well actually I don't just feel, I'm legally obligated to tell you that uh, I'm a fucking liberal. Uh, here's some paperwork to let you know uh, a little bit about my condition and uh, the steps I'm using to rehabilitate myself along the way. Yeah, you'll be seeing a lot of me around the neighborhood, you'll know me because uh, my SUV has a third term of Obama sticker on it. I can't believe I had to fucking register. Just one and back. I had to register Democrat for life just for peeing outside in the playground one time. <laughs> the the whole Watergate uh, comparison that they try and draw between what's happening now and uh, you know what was happening during the Nixon administration. Yep. It's not a one to one whatsoever because there wasn't this fucking Fox News branch that was able to just run and spin PR for an entire party. Or a Tommy Baloney and uh Brett Mayer. Is that That's one of those that's one of those ghouls <laughs> Bill that my parents Mayer, love. Yeah. Brett. Cucker Tarlson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cucker Charleston? Is that what the Charleston C- Cucker Tarleston, is? yes. That's that is his name. Hold on. Cucker of the Charleston. New England Charlestons? Oh, no. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, actually though Yeah, they're finally gonna impeach Honald Tump. <laughs> the world's biggest red Cheeto man. Yeah. Yeah, Blonald Blumpo, <laughs> the world's worst dude. This is quickly pivoting into Tim and Eric territory. <laughs> I mean, we, we me know Honald we know Tim. who we got on for this episode. It's all, it was always going to teeter into that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Fucking, um, that's the thing. Like, people were dumb back then too. Don't get me wrong. Like, people were very dumb. Uh, you know, like there was a lot of le- a lot more lead in the water. Uh, you know, they didn't have the, in the internet. Gasoline. But now we do have the yeah, internet. Yeah, there's lead in the toys. So like asbestos in the roof. Yeah, but like they didn't have QAnon though. Is my point. You know, like <laughs> holy shit. You're right. They just had the finders and the satanic. Well, panic. yeah, but like that was <laughs> yeah. at least All that, that was at least stuff. everyone was yeah, stupid. Like, not like there that- was a stupid fandom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back in the day, if you were like a tinfoil hat Republican, you were kind of like eyed with suspicion by the regular Republicans. But now the regular Republicans are like, oh, you believe in fucking Pizzagate and QAnon and stuff? That's cool. Do you watch Fox News? Yeah. You should. Like, they, they don't give a fuck anymore. Like, the whole right is just holding hands. And the media doesn't give a shit. They're happy to, like, promote whatever insane nationalistic cause, like, regurgitate whatever insane, um, unsubstantiated claims the tinfoil hat guys on the right yep. are making. It's like, it's fucking crazy, but the reason that it's happening is because it makes a ton of oh, yeah. money. Yeah, going back to the Fox News and advertising example, like, all this fucking, you should buy gold uh, ads that they run constantly. I don't know if y'all are oh, familiar yeah. with that. Catheter. Yeah, it's catheters and gold. <laughs> and I don't know what fucking, what fucking, like, total grifter. Oh, oh. Yeah. Bo, you are forgetting a vital third advertisement. Oh, what? And I think, I think it's a massive blind spot. 
It's uh, Frazier trying to pitch you the idea of refinancing your mortgage. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> oh, man. In fucking uh, Pittsburgh, we had these commercials where Gary Busey would tell you to go down to a particular yes. Hyundai dealership. Oh, yes. <laughs> my dad, my, my dude did, I almost called him my dad, little Freudian <laughs> slip. My dude did not look like he was doing well. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, like, if he was doing well, he would be trying to get you to get into a brand new Kia with all access four wheel. <laughs> drive you can really trust kia not like those godless heathens over at Hyundai. Yeah. the only person i want my apr figures from is gary Busey. <laughs> that would be great if gary Busey was like i'm going to retire from acting and become an accountant thank you and please respect my privacy I'm very normal now <laughs> well remember when like the singer from cake was like i'm gonna retire from cake and stop playing shows and become like a beet farmer or a rutabaga farmer or radishes or something like that <laughs> out west and he did it for like a year and a half and suddenly cake was playing shows again i was like yeah not so fun first is of all it? he should have become McCready. a fucking baker i mean that writes itself second <laughs> yeah. of all yeah what the fuck like fucking you know, of course, there is a ton of effort and a ton of skill and a ton of time that goes into being a professional musician. But, like, if you've made it, baby, like, that's fucking cool. That is a cool-ass job to have. Like, you're not going to the fucking 9 to 5 that the rest of us are. Or fucking whatever. That's right. You're just constantly touring on the road away from your family. Not and constantly. Any constantly. sense of loved ones you are... <laughs> All of your labor is owned by the by the studio and the okay, record label. Okay, you guys just use fucking bullshit, don't you? Yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what was that Motley Crue documentary? And everything went great. Well, it's like e- even we the Smothers BP- Brothers had fucking drug addiction problems, Bo. <laughs> like- <laughs> we were asking on BP uh, a few episodes ago what happened to Dane Cook, and everybody in our Discord was like, oh, his brother stole all his money and <laughs> oh, hell yeah. tried to fucking leave the country. And I was like, wow, that sucks. But like, if it's going to happen to somebody, <laughs> it should happen to Dane Cook. Can you imagine going back to like 2004 and trying to explain, be like, no, 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 no. In this whole Louis C.K. Dane Cook feud, you want to be on the side of Dane Cook. <laughs> Trust me on this one. <laughs> History will reflect more positively on you. <laughs> That's insane to even think about. I think you just broke my God. brain. Like. <laughs> Imagine picking a side between Louis C.K. and Dane. <laughs> Uh, it, it was a different strategy and a different time altogether. Oh, that was 2011? No, like 2004, man. That's when the Transformer joke came out. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. It was, I had never even smoked weed then. Those were the days of like, of like snit, snatching fucking champagne bottles left over at weddings, and like getting wasted with your friends watching Grandma's Boy. <laughs> for, for us, it was always um, good shit. Paying the uh, the homeless guy by the liquor store to uh, buy us a thirty two pack of Bud Lights and having two each, getting like just totally zoinked off that and watching Archer. Because Archer, Archer was the show. Yeah. Damn. Ah, uh, man. Back when... Going on to Put Locker to watch Archer. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Back when Archer was a wow, good back show. In, back in my day, we had to go on LimeWire to try and download <laughs> episodes of Futurama that had just come out. Yeah, I, I ne- will never forget, I, I was one of the, uh, the weird FrostWire user people. <laughs> FrostWire is still around. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. They've gone like weirdly legit, and they're just like, yeah, it's Creative Commons territory now, man. <laughs> yeah. Who are you going to sue? You can't sue every single user of Frostwire. It's like millions and millions of That's people. Amazing. But the, the API is like just supported by people who do work for free and stuff, I believe, right? Oh, that's yeah, actually yeah, pretty cool. It's, it's, it's software, baby. Yeah. All of that open source shit, all that like files sharing stuff, that was like, I think what kind of maybe not radicalized me, but ripened my brain for radicalization. I was like, oh, definitely. Yeah. We still have to pay for media, even though you can just make free copies of it and give them to anybody with fucking absolute ease. There's something there's something broken about this system. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm going to spend three and a half days trying to download 300 and giving my computer AIDS. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll never forget. I downloaded a bad copy of Fight Club once, and uh, I got through about like two thirds of the movie, and then I was like, "Ah, okay." I mean, it's basically unwatchable, and I'll just leave it be. And I didn't touch it. And so when people were talking about Fight Club, I had no idea what the twist was at the end for like a year <laughs> and a half. <laughs> and then it's like, "Yeah, we should watch Fight Club sometime." I'm like, "Yeah, that I I really like that movie. I haven't seen it in forever." And then we're watching it, and then it gets to the twist, and I'm like, "Holy fuck! Oh my god!" <laughs> they never left the island. <laughs> Oh, man. I wish all movies ended like Fight Club. I wish at the end of, like, Castaway, it turns out Wilson was all in his mind. You know? <laughs> there was never a volleyball. It's just, like, the end credits kind of end with, like, Sene Sun Pipe. Like, this is not a pipe, but it's it's Wilson. It's like, this is not a I, volleyball. I thought you were going to go the other way with it, where you were going to say, oh, yeah, Wilson was just a whole-ass dude the entire time. <laughs> like his buddy on the island that he thought was a volleyball. <laughs> the buddy who died and it was just some guy's head he was wheeling around everywhere oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was meant to be like a regular actor portraying him but nobody came to casting when they opened the door a volleyball just rolled in <laughs> who the fuck forgot to do the vfx work for andy circus <laughs> you explained this to me right the hell now <laughs> that's just uh that's just that movie uh 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 Swiss Army Man? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that is a Swiss movie. Army Man. We did just reinvent Swiss Army Man. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> fucking farting corpse Daniel Radcliffe, yes. Swiss Army Man <laughs> is just the is just the Castaway uh, reboot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you give me shit for how I use verb tenses. And you can't finish we get to, Yeah, yeah. Reboot. I enjoy that reboot <laughs> so much. <laughs> Uh man, movies are weird just in Fuck general cuz uh well yeah, I mean I like, like mid budget films are gone now completely or yeah. now you have like th you know there there isn't anything like weirdly enough like a fight club of something in that like 60 to maybe 80 million dollar range. Well, probably 40 to 80 million dollar range. Yep. Everything is now like Swiss Army Man or Captain Marvel 4. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That's or they're just remaking stuff. Like, I'm yeah. waiting for them to remake Basketball <laughs> with the oh, same two. The South Park guy is just, like, old as shit now. I would now, fucking just love like... that. <laughs> See, that and they the know that, they and that's made. why they'll make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because they know that they can even get, like, a fucking movie-hating grump like me to be like, all right, I guess fine, I have to I'll buy it. a ticket. Yeah, yeah. Basketball 2. <laughs> two. Two Basket, two Ball. <laughs> <laughs> 
trying to explain to my partner and be like, no, 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 no. It's important that we see this film for me personally. <laughs> like, I can't wait to for it to you know be available for home video and pirate it. I have to see this in the theater as part of a cultural phenomenon. This is Kino well, right here. That, Kino. That's like everybody was going to see the Joker movie, and I was like, why are you wasting your time? And they're like, look, even if you don't think it's going to be good, okay, it's por- it's an important part of the cultural moment. Okay, and I don't want to miss out on that. I don't want to miss the hot water cooler talk we have at the office on Mondays about Joker <laughs> movies. <laughs> I'm just like, that sucks. <laughs> don't do that. Don't be a fucking slave to like, oh, Change what if I can't job. talk about yeah. the big meme? Force, yeah. your, force your fucking Fuck coworkers you. into conversations about D&D like I do. <laughs> yeah, make yeah. them watch 45-minute like self-produced videos about quantum physics and and like planetary science. Yeah. And stuff hey, did you like see I the newest do. fucking like, uh, Game Maker's Toolkit Mark Brown put out this weekend? No, <laughs> go fuck yourself then. That's that's why yeah. I'm happy because I just have bad taste inherently, and so I'm like, ah, yes, I will go see the Joker film because <laughs> I think it will be at six out of ten, and that is good enough. Well, for apparently, me. Well, a six out of ten is enough to get you a fucking sequel. Jesus, oh, yeah. God. The, apparently, yeah. well, like, no, no, no. the thing with the Joker, it's the one billion dollars that was good. Enough yeah, that's what, that's what got a sequel. sequel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the the amazing part of Joker was that it wasn't a meme movie. It, it ended up being like a really weirdly like timely it's affected all of the protests in 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 uh latin america I believe. oh true or is that, yeah. that that was that lebanon i don't remember yeah i believe it was lebanon but my god yeah i hadn't even thought about that that because in my head i thought that the messaging was very muddled and it was kind of like a, a rorschach test of just figuring out your own ideology and personal issues yeah. you know you kind of yeah. saw what you wanted to see in it yeah. but apparently in lebanon they were like yeah nah, shit's fucked up okay <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they decided to take action no yeah you know, there, there's, something a, there's that would a, never there's happen. a bell curve of uh fucking y-axis is how much you suck and the x-axis is how much you like the joker and, uh, you know, early <laughs> stage is like, yeah, no, you don't give a shit. Fine, cool. Middle is like you've got a fucking array of Funko Pops, like, and no room to move in your <laughs> in your fucking shitty studio that your parents pay for. And then, you know, the other end is painting the Joker makeup on your face as you go out to kill cops. Like, that's the fucking, <laughs> that's the spectrum right there. Yeah, I've always I thought mean... that Funko Pops were the gateway to killing cops. <laughs> 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 well, it's, it's never been laid out for me like this until now. It's also weird that the Joker movie, like Todd Phillips, made something that is more social critique than the Watchmen reboot. <laughs> well, granted, yeah, uh, yeah. the Watchmen reboot sets a low fucking bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was I was on board with the Watchmen reboot, and I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, we'll see what happens. Sure, like, Lindelof did Lost, but he also did The Leftovers, and so I was like, all right, you know, we'll see what happens. And then once Silk Spectre pulled out, like, that 19-inch dildo <laughs> that was blue because of Dr. Manhattan, I was like, ah, all right, like, then. actually Dr. Manhattan branded, too, or something? Or is that, like, an yeah, anime I saw? Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's. Real what a great yeah. fucking tell! What a great piece of television! Holy shit! Truly, <laughs> I mean, uh, truly like, the golden age. I, how TV. far we've come from the juggernauts using his giant arms to smash open the floor and say, "I'm the juggernaut." Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> a watershed moment for Did meme you? movies and comic book movies to cross. Yet over. again, yeah, the best piece of superhero media. Mm, JP, I think you know. <laughs> <laughs> the best piece of superhero media. The goddamn yeah, well, Venture Brothers. <laughs> 
is it is the Venture Brothers really like it's super villains and there are superheroes yeah, in yeah, it, but yeah. it's more like super science. I would say the best straight up piece of superhero media is the seminal 1999 film Mystery Man. Oh yeah, no, that's a good take. Hell yeah, great take. Fucking the love world that wasn't movie. ready for Mystery Men. If Mystery Men came out now, it would blow people's minds with like how. <laughs> Thoughtful a critique yeah. it could be. The, the, the Connoisseur's yeah. movie and, and, with All Star in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yet another great vehicle for Dane Cook. <laughs> I am the Waffler. Golden Crispy. History Bad guys are history. will vindicate Dane Cook. <laughs> uh, this? To everybody's great shock and dismay. Yep. I'm, I'm really excited, by the way, you know, if they decide to do the inevitable reboot or sequel to Mystery Men 2. <laughs> and uh, Dane Cook will get a starring role. And then finally, the Breathe Carolina remix of All Star by Smash Mouth <laughs> will uh. be able to appear in a film. <laughs> Goddamn. Oh, it's, my God. Jesus. It's, it's the worst. It's the worst. I have a hard time trying to convince myself that we don't live in the darkest time. Well, if you think about uh, it, if you think about it, Superhero fatigue is a almost a symptom of us living in the darkest timeline. Not because not only is it not only is it like oh we're tired of this super monetized, um, uh, super monetized you know franchise ridden media that we've that we've basked in since the heyday of of comic books, um, but also it's already undergone the it's already undergone the oh you know. We write these superhero stories as critiques of our lives and of our society, mm-hmm. society that we live in, of course. Um, mm. But also, it's <laughs> then come out the other side, and it's become like now we now we are like bathed in these like oh super dark gritty realism, and it just it hasn't generated well, any change yeah, in our well, society. Well, because they're not allowed to make any actual critique of... I mean, you know, they can fucking uh, tip their hat towards it, sure. And I mean, even the Joker fucking does this. But, like, you know, they're, they're not going to be out there, like, fucking with Captain America sitting down and reading Capital for an hour and a half in, like, a folding chair. And that's the whole movie. Like... <laughs> Yeah, how many people started reading Marx and Engels because of V for Vendetta? You know, <laughs> yeah. how many people were driven to communism because of the great zombie media craze of the 2000s? Well, and that's the thing, like, yeah. <laughs> fucking Nobody. media is only as good as people fucking, you know, it's it's a good tool for uh, for learning, sure. But if fucking people are going to just tune in, turn out, which is fine to do, too, uh, it doesn't fucking, it's not going to accomplish its uh, shit. <laughs> what about instead of tune in, drop out? It's tune in, turn up. Nice. You ever think about that? Right? Tune in and just fucking get lit, drop out. Jack off. Tune in, rock out, uh, <laughs> hang out, uh, drink a drink a beer, probably. <laughs> it's all good. Tune in, Vibes. turn on. Let's, 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 let's squeeze out five more of these, and I think we can call it a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be, it'll be yeah. A-OK. I don't know if you guys... Turn left. Yeah. <laughs> Turn left. <laughs> it just becomes GPS direction. <laughs> yeah, tune in, turn on, drop out. Your destination is over. <laughs> Sorry, Zach, you were uh, you were saying something before I screamed over you. The Alan Moore the Alan Moore critique of superhero movies. Yes, yeah. Uh, I think that popped up on Twitter. I'm not sure if you guys have reread it oh, yeah. since, but I believe it was from like two thousand seven or two thousand 
14 somewhere in between there. I'm not really sure, but he critiques like super mass market superhero movies. And even his stuff has been turned into, you know, the Watchmen franchise has been turned into Mm -hmm. a Zack Snyder film. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, what else did he do? He's really into, he's really into like magic, like in real life. I loved the Chapo. Yeah. Oh, he looks like a wizard. Yeah. I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big anarchist wizard dude. I guess he recently said that cause like he doesn't vote in elections in the UK, Mm -hmm. But he said that this year he's going to break his non-voting streak because he hates the Tories so wow. much. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. League of Look at this. Gentlemen. This is truly the darkest timeline. Anarchists are being driven to electoralism. <laughs> 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 yeah, Batman the Killing Joke. Like He's the king of like V for Vendetta even, honestly. Yeah, yeah. 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 All of the stuff that, is his, that are his works are like the, the, the gritty like dark stuff and it still doesn't even it doesn't even radicalize people because because media is so tied to capital that uh you know that our entertainment our entertainment industry just just crunches through everything yeah. uh if you listen to the JJ Demon episode like he talked about how his songs are supposed to be kind of ironic and and he's supposed to have this this he wanted to have this voice this tenor to it that kind of let that kind of communicated his his hatred of the the industry that he's working in but you know in the studio they would have him redo it and redeliver it and change things until they took all of what he Mm -hmm. wanted out of his own music yeah and that's just that's just what happens with everything that and and i mean you know i say that as a podcaster a shit poster online uh i mean that's what we end up having to do in post with all of our episodes is that we take zach's imitations and his vocal inflection <laughs> and you know we, we take the smirk away and make it that level of deadpan low energy no, but you know no but for real though i mean and that's the thing i was getting at earlier like even if you do do that you know when fucking rage against when uh, Tom Morello came out uh, a couple years ago and was like, "Hey, Trump fucking sucks," and long time people or people who claimed they were long time fans of Rage Against the Machine were like, "When the fuck, you know, don't talk about politics, man." It's like clearly <laughs> like there's a disconnect between the art being made and the fucking people consuming it anyway. And yeah, yeah. yeah well, Paul that has Ryan to happen. Weeping in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> that that has to happen if you're gonna have like anarchist dudes like fucking Alan Moore, who there's pictures of him online in like a hammer and sickle shirt and shit. Make V for Vendetta, it gets turned into a movie, and then all the V for Vendetta nerds are like libertarian Bitcoin yeah. chuds from the United States. Like it's pathetic. And yeah, like Rage Against the Machine, one of the most explicitly political bands, one of the biggest names in explicitly political music ever to be on Their the name face is of the literally earth. Rage and Against pol- the Machine. <laughs> yeah, and they're Paul Ryan's favorite yeah! band. What the fuck? What the he fuck is, is the that? machine? I think especially with with musical artists like you you face this this turning point moment. You know, I, I always wonder <clears throat> what would happen if Kanye West was actually allowed to be on the Black Panther movie soundtrack. Uh, you know, like, God. like, would he have done like his massive turn that like he did? You know, um, no, dude, I think that's the brain. Would, would Disney like, have allowed him to do that? You know? Yeah, I um, don't know. I don't have enough knowledge about Kanye West. I actually I'm so like, I really hate it, but I have like a great amount of schadenfreude just from seeing him be like so horrible all the time because I never no, liked no, no. him. No, 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 it's great. And it's everybody fine. was like, like you can't I, you can't not like Kanye West. And I'm like, yes, I can. Actually, I'm I'm really sure that I'm he even sucks. Down, and I was right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I'm even down to fucking make fun of him just like 
coming out and saying, hey, I have, like, X or Y mental illness. It's like, cool, dude, so do all of us. Uh, but also, you're a billionaire. Like, fucking get on it. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, you can afford money. 15 fucking therapists to be on call 24-7. I'm sure you'll We've be alright. We've seen your house. We know that you need yeah. therapy, Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> no, fucking... I mean, like... Yeah, like... T- sorry. <laughs> to go ahead and uh, let you... Give you an update, JP, on what Kanye is up to right now. Um, <laughs> he has decided to do his own opera uh, based on Nebuchadnezzar, <laughs> of course. You know. Um, oh, my God. I, basically, I want you to imagine all of like the edgy seventh grader type things that you would think of in your head. And you're like, man, it'd be so cool if I could do this. Only you have a billion dollars, so you actually can do this. And you've surrounded yourself with yes men who are terrified to say no to you. God, uh, we truly live in an age of fucking man children. Between Kanye West, Donald Trump, and Elon Musk, there's just so little hope. <laughs> like, what are we going to yeah. do? I mean, like, we could eat them, I guess. Would be. <laughs> I, I don't think Donald Trump's going to taste very good. <laughs> yeah, all that McDonald's he eats, surprisingly enough, probably isn't prepping him to be too tasty. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We do a human centipede. Oh, okay? no, no. Human centipede of these people <laughs> where then we feed them each other bit by bit through the human centipede style. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Lennon's Ouroboros. Can't wait. <laughs> yes. Then we, the way we arrange it is the person with the lowest net worth is in the middle of the centipede. <laughs> and that person's like, that's bullshit. And we're like, yes, now you understand. Now get in the middle. <laughs> what a beautiful episode of Twilight Zone that wow. is. <laughs> Graphic. Hey, you know what? We should get you Alan Moore's contact. <laughs> <laughs> Would have a lot to talk about. I, I strive to be on the same FBI watch list as Alan Moore. Yeah. <laughs> really. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's great because in the true rich guy with nothing else to do fashion, Kanye has also built an amphitheater or is planning to build an amphitheater. He really wants to build an amphitheater. Kanye on- just likes the word amphitheater. <laughs> He's probably already got one and doesn't even know it's, that's maybe, what it's called. Maybe Kanye's whole thing is he just likes words and that's what he fucking does everything off of. Like Nebuchadnezzar, amphitheater, <laughs> fucking, you know, like, that's good. <laughs> the greatest part about his this is that it was denied. Uh, he, the permit was denied. The second greatest part Aww. is that he is calling it a meditation amphitheater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I, that's where I want to fucking meditate. Somewhere where sound is projected more efficiently. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He has an LLC called Psalm 2019. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Like, what? He's- Jesus, it's almost like he's like fully cashed in on this whole like Jesusy Sunday service vibe for some reason. Well, didn't he like co? Didn't he like co-host a fucking service with Joel Austin? Yeah, we talked about that. Um, I will correct you, sir. It is Osteen. Thank you very much. Houstonians <laughs> represent. Um, no, no, no. Fuck that guy for locking out poor people during the flood. We'll never forgive you, Joel. Kanye is on the Osteen I, it, list. Send tweet. <laughs> Flight logs. That's the fucking term I was thinking of. God damn it. That came to me right after I said that. I mean, it's just weird, though, that rich people are turning to Wyoming as their new promised land. You know, it's the land of Dick Cheney, so that's immediate red flag number one. But, you know, it's also where uh, Kanye went previously to try and get in the right headspace to try and churn out his Yandi album that never came out. And I believe it's also where Justin Timberlake went to try and uh, uh, 
you know, get in the right headspace for his latest album that horrifically flopped. Is that where Guns N' Roses went to write Chinese Democracy? <laughs> <laughs> the ranch in Wyoming, he purchased in October. Um, I'm reading oh, about well, all I, his new I LLCs. thought you were talking about the Netflix show. Oh, wait, the are y'all ranch. telling me oh, Wyoming oh. is a real thing and like not just something they made up for that show? <laughs> Look, Bloomberg spent like... What, like $40 to advertise in Nebraska? <laughs> he did. He he had a $30 million uh, over the weekend advertising budget, and $40 went to Wyoming. <laughs> no, to Wyoming. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, and that's just, that's called, that's population density, folks. <laughs> yeah. I, I get, I, <laughs> only the electoral college I mean, I guess, the same way. Yeah. <laughs> What I'm saying is that maybe as leftists, what we should do is we should just try and take over like the Dakotas for some arbitrary reason, you know, really start uh, to build up the ideologue style uh, uh, locations of just like, well, okay, we have immediate access to Canada should things get uh, too bad. And, you know, um, we're, we're basically like going to become Russia 2.0. Try to invade <laughs> us in the winter, motherfucker. <laughs> well, the so. Dakotas would be pretty easy to take over, too. I think as long as you were the first ones there, you show up and you're like, you know, hey, we're taking over. And they're like, who are you guys? And they're like, we're com- we're communists. You know, we're, we're taking over the Dakotas to defend it against the United States. And they'd be like, hey, honey, the communists are here. They've taken over the Dakotas to defend against the United States. <laughs> and then they're they would so just nice like here. make you dinner. Yeah. <laughs> they just rolled with it. <laughs> yeah, well, so, I mean, that's pushback. the thing, though. The only problem I see is that, like, you know, hypothetically, hear me out. If there were people there before the United States that had occupied the land, like, how did they fare, you know, when when the United States well, see, enclosed upon them? we just claim them? it's manifest destiny, you know, that it, oh, according it's like to double our manifest destiny? You know, Is that what you're saying? Yeah, Hell yeah, yes. Yeah. Now, that's a reboot I can get behind, but instead of uh, being racist and bad, it's anti-racist and good. It, it's actually manifest destiny too, Shadow Keep edition, just so <laughs> that way then, uh, that's all, that's all. I, I don't know anything about <laughs> destiny too. I can't believe you guys would leave me out there knowing full well my infantile knowledge of the video game world wouldn't lead uh, to anything. Yeah, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep edition uh and this is this is that that uh that brand new that brand new uh the wish that they unlocked. The 15th wish was that the communists just took over um the Dakotas. <laughs> hey, and, uh, of- even though the game devs didn't have anything ready, the they're what they're really saying is we need to go now today and and invade the Dakotas yep. and plant the plant the red and gold flag on, on that Us soil. Let's go now today. Speaking of fucking manifest destiny, this is one Good last thing words. I wanna squeeze in. Uh we talked about this literally like a fucking hour ago. But that goddamn Pete Buttigieg song that was, like, trending earlier in the week, and I'm sure by the time this episode comes out, everyone will have forgotten. I saw a lot of people saying, oh, that that's actually a really great song. And to those people, I say, we are no longer friends. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that song sucks ass. And honestly, when I found out that that was Panic at the Disco... What the fuck again, have they been up to? I've been so... I've been so validated so much recently by horrible things in the world. I'm just asking. I'm like praying to God. Can you please validate me with something that I actually enjoy? <laughs> that would I, be. So I've always beautiful. enjoyed the thinking man's Maroon Five. You know? <laughs> God. 
I just can't get over the way the vocals sound. I've always hated that Panic at the Disco style vocals, pop emo vocals, like weird overperformed, like vaguely operatic EDM vocals. All of that shit just leaves such a foul fucking taste in well, my mouth. Well, you're gonna really hate. You're gonna really hate to find out that I love listening to hard style, especially, <laughs> uh, especially the. Uh, uh, not the symphonic, but uh, there's 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 the one where they have like the announcer voice over everything, oh, and he just, God, they yes. just say like really stupid oh, shit. They're like they're like in a world where there is no more sound, a group of individuals came together to bring you the the sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then Hardstyle like hits you over the head with the same bass drum a thousand times. I kind of like that. Uh, yeah. I can get oh, into yeah, that. Oh, yeah. And sometimes there's like old reggae tracks and like old reggae DJs toasting over it and yeah. stuff. It breaks out into breakbeats and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I yeah can get it's into not that, the fucking but, uh, 2011 iPhone commercial that is High High Hopes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that sucks too. Like the the cultural cycle of recycling old things and trying to make them new again is so short at this point. People are like, stuff comes back every twenty five years, boy. Stuff comes back every fucking six or seven years. At oh this yeah, point. It comes back every it's six so months. fast. We're, yeah. we're, we're past. I mean, this Disney Plus isn't February. exactly helping with all that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lottie coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wojak is still like the the meme of choice for like alt-right shit posters that never well, yeah. stopped though conservatives almost, yeah. like they anything that's like conservative or like really far right wing they usually pick a lane and then lock into it forever that's kind of their thing helps them feel like they're building traditions or you know whatever like insane dumb john cult <laughs> shit they have going on in their heads but leftists are just like we're restless because we kind of see what's going on. We're recognizing that the world is changing around us and we want like new and interesting shit to crop up. So we, we come up with stuff like cats can have little a salami. You know? I swear to God, <laughs> all these fucking around. normies saying a little salami. No. How could you? No. That's anti-revolutionary. Little eye salami. Yeah, it's it's Lacan's objet petit a salami, right? It's not actually the salami that you desire. It's the fact that the casing on the salami produces a discrete object that can be the object of your desire. Get with the fucking program, liberals. No, this is the fucking. Uh, there's a, a dialectic of memes from where they're very good and very bad, and the synthesis. We reached the synthesis. God knows how long ago. To now where memes just <laughs> fucking suck, but we can't get enough of them. <laughs> True. Well, that's what I like about the contradiction of memes is I think it's kind of endless. Like, there's really no resolution. Every time we think that we've come to the end of memes, we look like Francis Fukuyama, <laughs> where he's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to green light history, too. All See, good. that's a reboot. That's a reboot <laughs> I've been looking forward to. Fukuyama's yeah. a fucking dingus. Yeah, he's a real fucking dumb dumb idiot yeah <laughs> also francis fukuyama come on the pod so we can verbally thrash you you old dumb bitch fukuyama more like fuck your mama nice mm. nice right. i bet he has never heard that Not since first grade uh, totally real and like new content that i have all the time <laughs> Well, speaking of new content that you can expect to be coming out at some point in time, courtesy of Zach. Watch for our bonus episode on Thursday. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
And also the one that I'm putting out Monday because I I refuse to edit. We're just apparently. a fucking big Thanksgiving feast here of uh, of good shit this week, huh? <laughs> Absolutely, it's uh, a it's a Thanksgiving what? feast of bonus episodes coming out this week. What better holiday to celebrate? <laughs> Some of them are spiced with dragon's blood elixir hot sauce, eh? Nice. And uh, and some of them are just our very normal uh, 15 million flowers bonus episodes. So. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, oh, cool. There's nothing normal about them. Each of them are special. And, yeah, yeah, so you know? aside from our bonus episodes, we also have our bonus game uh, content that Kelton prepares for us lovingly each week, of course. A bracket challenge. So we're just going to pick which one's the best. Uh, hopefully we can take our time, have some thoughtful discussion, but I, I think uh, we'll be clipping through it pretty easily. Um, as we all know, Mayor Pete, he had his High Hope song, Ugh. really brought that 2016 vibes of uh, Roar from Katy Perry and Fight Song from <laughs> I just graduated <laughs> from Texas Tech University, and I am so ready to become, I don't know, a fucking Border Patrol agent. Yeah. That's the vibe it has. So, this this made me think, well, what have been some very good campaign songs in the past? All right. Now, overall, I have to say in my research, the best hands down campaign song is uh, from John Quincy Adams in 1828. He had a song called Little Know Ye Who's Coming, talking about all the bad things that would happen, you know, if uh, John Quincy Adams wasn't elected. But I think in today's uh, vernacular, uh, we could just imagine it as a song about what's going to happen if John QEA doesn't bust a nut, you know? Um, <laughs> I, so. Fucking, uh, no, when uh, Kanye inevitably runs in uh, fucking 2024 or 2020, I mean, you know, we've got still, we, we still got a little bit of time left here, so who knows? Um, it'll be, you know, little no yay who's coming. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. It was That's right there. That's what you should have gone for, it pal. It right there. Uh, I gotta say, your bits by me. it might not be an official, it might not be an official campaign song yet. But Bernie Sanders did just walk up to the podium in an event recently while they were playing Young Thug's verse from Pick that Up the Phone. That is some king shit. Hell oh my yes. God. Yeah. yeah, that was that really made my heart sore. And if he would just make that his official like campaign song, he would mm-hmm. win. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's all it would take. Well, the eight songs I have uh, decided to put into a bracket here, I'm going to read up uh, individual matchups, okay? And we can get things figured out. I'm going to start with the middle of the bracket. Uh, John McCain in 2008 chose uh, for his campaign song, Take a Chance on Me by ABBA. (laughs) And that is going head-to-head against Ross Perot's 1992 campaign song, Crazy by Patsy. Klein. Oh man, <laughs> these these are both big energy on Ross's choice. Uh. I gotta go with that. That's big dick shit. I mean, like John McCain's just like, oh, these sweet Scandinavian women singing about taking a chance on an old conservative <laughs> man really speaks to my secret Nazi sim- not so secret Nazi sympathies. But no, Ross Perot was balling the fuck out. I gotta yeah. say. My boy Ross. So I gotta clarify. What what are the like? Are are we choosing the better song here? The better campaign song? Like I mean, just whatever your own preferences. Judge as your heart. Okay. Class. Yeah, I'm going. I'm <laughs> okay. going with that Patsy Cline classic then, because I mean, John McCain doing "Take a Chance on Me" as like. Because, like, John McCain is, like, a pretty orthodox shitty dude, right? Like, as far as, like, shitty neocon guys get, you can't get more fucking 2003 than John McCain. But, like, take a chance on... Like, what is he offering there in the background? Which is why (laughs) that prospect is fucking terrifying, and I'm going with crazy. Gotcha. 
Zach? I'm also off of the uh, McCain train. <laughs> okay, well, at, at this point, it, I guess it wouldn't have mattered anyway. You would have been outvoted. So uh, Ross Pro is advancing, All right. unlike he, anything he actually ever did in <laughs> politics. So. <laughs> Next He's up, we have... Dead. <laughs> In, two- <laughs> in 2016, uh, Trump made news with uh, his Freedoms Call by the USA Freedom Kids. Oh, uh, yeah. You guys remember? I, I remember that deal? distinctly, yes. I just remember yeah. it because oh. of the children. I could never – I never listened to the song. I can't make myself listen to that song. I would I, – I can't watch like like – like drama TV shows where it's just like, oh, this whole segment's just cringe. It's all that this is. I'm like, no, I'm not watching oh. I Refuse. Um, Big agree. Yeah. yeah, I'm the same exact way. Yeah, I thrive yeah, yeah, on yeah. it. I've, I've watched that whole fucking video like uh. five or six times. <laughs> oh god, I hate that. That's what Chris from Beep Beep is like. He's like, did you watch this big cringe thing that happened recently? I'm like, I'd rather die. <laughs> there are a million better things I could be doing with my time. So no, I did not watch that. No, I I uh, I apparently am some sort of cringe masochist. So uh, yes, I've seen that. All right. So which one? Oh, what I'm was sorry. the second I'm one? Yeah. I didn't read the other option. Yeah, second option. Well, it's going to win because it's up against that. Like, yeah, this, is, this right. is like putting fucking the Dallas Cowboys somewhere in the bracket. It's like, you know, we're not going to fucking see them. In 2005, Angela Merkel chose the song Angie by the Rolling Stones for <laughs> her campaign song. Wow, that is also very Yeah, bad. you really, shit. Shit, you really put these guys in the same bracket, huh? Yeah, I did. Oh, I did. God, you did this to us on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to give it to Merkel. I don't know. I, I hate to say it. this is the same feeling I had when I went and cast my ballot for Hillary Clinton. Oh, big, big. Uh, uh, my man. Yeah, I feel you there. <sighs> <laughs> I never thought I would see a day, but I mean, compared to Trump, I just gotta go Merkel like this. <laughs> God, just a Rolling Stones song as a campaign song too is. The, the just biggest boomer energy like in 2005 but to choose too. angie the breakup song yeah the song well, no, that yeah, was allegedly that. written because <laughs> yeah. i mean this the song was allegedly like... written because what like uh Mick Jagger's wife or girlfriend caught him and david bowie in bed together <laughs> hell yeah that owns i'm still going with the fucking trump one all right zach it's up to you shit tiebreaker baby uh yeah, honestly, I don't feel like I feel like going with Angie is like it's almost a little it's not like strong enough. Like it's not enough of a flex to just go with the song that's named after you by the Rolling Stones. That's that's a lot more like like outright uh like grifting than actually having yeah. like a, a small time choir write you the most cringe inducing song possible. Government. And be like, this is, is high art. Are you serious? This is high fucking... art. Yeah. Trump 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 goes on. We're like, we're choosing yeah, not, the most cringe inducing, right? Not to not to make my case too much, but like <laughs> Donald fucking Trump, like a, an alleged billionaire and definite pedophile, had what, what essentially is like a middle school uh, play, like original as his fucking campaign song at one point. Take of that of what you, of what you fucking will. All right. Like the Angela Merkel one is clearly like the superior song. I, I forgot what, what what's well, the bracket no, for. Hang on, like, what? the Rolling Stones fucking suck. They have like five good songs in the world, and so would you yeah, if but, you had sixty but albums. They yeah, they're like Beatles with hot sauce. 
Yeah. <laughs> if you had 60 albums. <laughs> yeah, okay, no, it's, it's, it's like fucking... <laughs> Yeah, the rolling. Sorry. Okay, what's what's the point of the bracket again, Kelton? I'm I'm getting lost in the sauce over here. You're you're, you're judging by your own individual metric of what you think is a better uh, campaign song. Better either in your mind because okay. it's ridiculous. The Merkel song because is better. Cringy. The Merkel song is better objectively. Like, thank you. Like, like, like Donald Trump is like the Donald Trump song is objectively a worse song, and also I cringe too hard. All right, at well, it. apparently I'm the only fucking accelerationist <laughs> here. Then, all right, all right, all right, whatever, fine. I had to, I had to pump the brakes a little bit on this one. <laughs> all right, now next round we have the classic "Born in the USA" by Bruce Springsteen, as used by Ronald Reagan, Bob Dole, and Pat Buchanan. How did because they just didn't get the idea of what the song was actually about. <laughs> Going up against, and I really have to specify here, right in the middle of uh, Carrie's Vietnam, the the boat patrol uh, controversy that was occurring with him. Uh, John Kerry chose Fortunate Son by Creedence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> Holy to be shit. His new. Okay. okay. Wow. I'm going to take the lead here on this one, guys. Fucking that one wins through sheer BDE. Like, fucking, you know, all these other senile Reaganite fucks, like, choosing Born in the USA. Yeah, that's obvious. Fucking John Kerry knew exactly what imperialist flex he was pulling by choosing the fucking helicopter song as his goddamn fucking theme music. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, Kerry really put his foot down and said, my dick is enormous, so yeah. I gotta give it to him. God. Well, all right, then. Uh, Zach, I mean, you've been outvoted, but you have anything to say? Oh, no, I I, I agree. I agree. All right. <laughs> that was that was fascinating, because in the seeding order that I had, uh, Born in the USA was the two seed, and Kerry was the seven seed. Interesting. So I'm very happy. I mean, yeah, Born in the USA yeah. is just it's just so overplayed. And that's mm-hmm. such that's obvious, a, yeah. And to us, like especially to our generation, that's such like a ooh, golden age of America. Born in the USA yeah. comes on plane when they do like the newsreel thing. Like, yeah, which the again is the opposite of what's America. About, yeah. yeah, it just reminds me of my dad. It's, it's dad. It's dad music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of my dad. It makes me angry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my it reminds walls me of my dad. My, dry- yeah. <laughs> my drywall is weeping. <laughs> All right, last uh, last one of this round that we got here. George H.W. Bush in 1988 choosing This Land is Your Land by Woody oh, Guthrie. so cringy. <laughs> against, in 2002, Saddam Hussein chose I Will Always Love You by Whitney okay, Houston. Okay, no, Saddam. Hell Saddam, <laughs> Saddam wins. Yeah. Saddam fucking yeah, clear the rest Saddam. of the bracket. Saddam amazing. wins. <laughs> much, much like how he won That's against like... HW's fucking idiot son, Saddam wins in this case, too. <laughs> Next, you're going to fucking tell me Bashar al-Assad's campaign theme was Give Me the Night by George Mason. <laughs> <laughs> so much like the 2002 Iraq the election Saddam wins with 100% of the vote. <laughs> All right, so the next round here we have Angela Merkel versus John Kerry. So we have Angie versus Fortunate See, Son. See, posing these Fortunate two now son. in this next, yeah, posing these two now in this next like bracket, like they bear 
it, it draws the fortunate son thing even more into focus as autobiographical. You know, like <laughs> like Angela Merkel. I mean, maybe maybe Angela Merkel uh, pretty soon here will lose the chancellorship or whatever fucking however Germany works by fucking Mick Jagger. <laughs> Who knows? But in the meantime, we all know John Kerry killed a lot of kids in Vietnam, allegedly. <laughs> so yeah, that's the tune. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Bo is going with John Kerry. Child killer Kerry is what they called yep. him. <laughs> yeah, I got to say I agree. Uh Angela Merkel's just feels so like milk toast and and doesn't really have the same It doesn't make me laugh as hard as John Kerry's does. It's <laughs> pretty much it. So we're we're going to give this round to Kerry as well. Yeah, Kerry. All right, yeah. Zach. Merkel was just Merkel was just like she was yeah, she was just milk toast enough to appeal to centrists. Um and so that's why she won the first time. But when you know, when pushed when pushed to her limits, really there's nothing uh, beneath the facade, so <laughs> uh it's an apt description both of her song and her uh, politics. Yeah. So um <laughs> now we have on the other side uh, in the semifinal, we have uh, Saddam Hussein's I Will Always Love You <laughs> versus Ross Perot's Crazy by Patsy Cline. Oh, this is a uh, good this, round. This is like when you revisit an earlier area in a fucking Pokemon game or something, and you're just wrecking shit with like a Charizard against some idiot kid who's like, go Ratata, and just, you just ruin his life. I think we all know who wins here, folks. Yeah, Saddam is just fucking killing it. That's like the most yeah song choice of all God time. God damn. <laughs> all right, so uh, unfortunately, Ross Perot got kicked out by yet another authoritarian strongman, <laughs> really drawing some comparisons to his uh, 1992 campaign. So, in our finals, we have "I Will Always Love You." Saddam Hussein, 2002, versus Fortunate Son by John oh, Kerry so now, in 2004. Oh, now we're in the fucking danger zone here. Yeah. Now, Saddam Hussein was the one seed coming into this. Really, you know, repped it out the whole regular season, put in the work, the grind. Kerry, though, has been on a Cinderella run, beating out the two seed, born in the USA, and the three seed, Angie, <laughs> With Angela, we gotta do a whole fucking separate like side podcast, like not even us, but we've got to have people like analyzing the dr the fucking uh, bracket as it moves on, like step by step by step, fucking like some bad sports one or something. Anyway, shit, I don't know, y'all. I feel like I want to give it to Saddam Hussein. I really do. It's so strong. Like, Fortunate Son is a mind-bending choice. Like, but yeah, that's full mask I will off always evil love bullshit. You is, yeah. Yeah. But I Will Always Love You is just like, that's such a powerful choice. I love that. Yeah. I'm, you know what? I'm going, yeah. Saddam, Saddam is actually the wokest of kings by subverting fucking, you know, macho, <laughs> toxically masculine <laughs> expectations by going with a goddamn love song as his, as his fucking campaign. Like, I mean, think about it. yeah. Angie tried, Andy tried to channel the, you know, channel the, the, uh, the energy that Saddam just, just contained inside of, is that, is that, that orb that Trump, that Trump touched? Is that what that, that was? Or is that something else? That's right. I don't know. Orb. The soul stone. Orb energies, soul stones, whatever. Yeah. The, uh, the yeah. Behelit, I'm pretty sure, is what it's called. Jesus. Fortunate yeah, Son is, is just, Fortunate Son is just the same, like, level of cringe as Donald Trump. 
when compared to this because it's just been better like, production yeah yeah it's just trying yeah. to it's just trying to like chant like like grab a hold of those people that are like oh yeah those politicians with their silver spoons and their silk uh shirts and kimonos and <laughs> silk kimonos <laughs> and the seppuku <laughs> god don't get me started on the seppuku <laughs> yeah all right, well, Saddam Hussein, once again, sweeping. Just an absolute <laughs> wrecking ball. Hell <laughs> yes. Good for him. The man cannot be stopped. He, he's earned it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, JP. We, we definitely appreciate it. Absolutely. It was such a thrill to be on here. Your pod is so great. Aww. Anytime you guys want to have me on, let me know. Of course, of course. <laughs> the next time Saddam Hussein needs to get taken down. <laughs> we didn't manage to do that we, at we, all. Hey, <laughs> we really elevated Saddam Hussein. I'm going to say, episode, I'm gonna say uh, just as an official stance of the pod, we stand? We stand a king? Yeah, we, <laughs> we stand a woke king. We stand king. as woke king. <laughs> right. All right. Glad we can come to that conclusion on Saddam Hussein for all our FBI <laughs> listeners. Yeah, JP, feel free to well, hop into our uh, into our voice chat whenever we're streaming, or to message me to let me know what your streaming schedule is, so that we can, you know, not step on each other's toes. That's that's what we like oh, to call yeah, mutual absolutely. aid. <laughs> yeah, that's a little Kropotkin. That's little farms, fields, and factories yeah. right there. Hell yeah. Farms, fields, and Vectoria. Nice. Ah. <laughs> Just right there. Farms, fields, and Fumario Maker. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, well, uh, where can people find you? Uh, what else happening on the podcast? What's brewing? I'm on Twitter uh, at Facebook Villain. My podcast, Beep Beep Lettuce, if you haven't already heard it, is on Twitter at Beep Beep Leaf. We have a Discord. We have... A uh, bunch of stuff cooking up. We're always trying to get guests on. We have uh, regular episodes out every Wednesday. And then at some point on the weekend, it's not always the same time, we release a bonus episode for our Patreon subscribers. I try to stream every Tuesday and Friday, but I'm not good at keeping to my streaming schedule at twitch.tv slash pod. I, w- I was in one earlier this evening. Uh, can confirm. Good fucking streams. Uh, if y'all think if y'all think the Mario Maker aspect of it is good, uh, just wait till the fucking Bloons Tower Defense comes out. Because <laughs> goddamn, I had never seen a second of that game before. But like, just just good strats, good strats is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, the, I'm really into the Bloons Tower Defense battles YouTube scene it's like right such now. A I might cool start fucking being a YouTuber. intricate. Like, and just going off of somebody who hasn't played Bloons since like fucking the first Flash game. I was like, okay, yeah. this, this might be neat. It's pretty fucking in-depth. I, I dig it. It's it's very involved. There's a lot going on. You have to get to know like when all the rounds come up, how much economy you're supposed to have, all of the different strengths and weaknesses of the Fuck towers. Yes. And, like, I'm still learning a lot about it. I would say I'm like an advanced intermediate player. Ooh, so. Fuck. I, I, <laughs> I, I got to... All right, time to fucking look up some Bloons YouTube videos. Yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get a Bloons Tower Defense like leftist game yes. going. If any if any other fucking leftists play Bloons Tower Defense, let me know. We'll pool our medallions and we'll start a clan and we'll just call it like full communism yes. or something. Hell yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. So uh definitely find uh JP there, hit up uh BP let us beep beep leaf uh, annoy him, pester him on <laughs> Twitch. It's uh the, the best <laughs> Yeah, do it all. Thing. <laughs> best shit then uh real quick before we forget shout out to our patrons especially scott uh for contributing once again to our dialectical tier and lauren and Allie. you guys are great for our 2008 living wage tier 
Um, <clears throat> stickers, we are in the uh, redesign process. You know, we're hard at work, just grinding away, putting those hours in on uh, some slightly less obscene photoshops. So uh, <laughs> once once we get that rolling, then yeah, you know, it turns uh, out FedEx we'll, doesn't we'll send hentai. Work. Sorry, my bad, my bad. <laughs> well, I mean, like I wanted to create some bumper stickers that said "John Bitch Society," but you know, uh, doesn't doesn't quite work. Well, see, that my way. idea was and a synthesis of the fucking honk if you're horny and something to actually make you very horny. Uh, but you know, just it's it, it never came to fruition. Well, I mean, uh, oh well. Uh, we promise that we will get to y'all eventually. We are rapidly approaching on uh, being a full month behind, so we appreciate your patience on that. And uh, oh, I guess I, now's probably a good time to mention our Twitch stream. It happens Fridays at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. So uh, follow, uh, of course, JP on Twitch first, then come over and see what we're up yeah, to. If you're just feeling twitchy, we'll probably, yeah, yeah, we'll probably actually be up and running by then. Probably, you know, if I'm not uh, sleeping yeah. through the fucking starting time again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, man, and, I had uh, eaten like a whole <clears throat> fucking pizza. It was time to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it, it's just it's a beautiful conundrum that we always find ourselves in on Friday nights and then uh, last uh, little bit of bookkeeping uh, that we got going on um, we I swear to God me and Zach we had actually figured out what we wanted the sports show format to be and then we realized that it was just the South Paws podcast basically in their YouTube live sports show so uh, we're gonna have to th- go right on back into the lab or just compete with them directly, you know. The free market right, really provides right. us with the best content, so yeah, you know, it, it'll be great. That's our goal: is to become friends with everyone who is adjacent to Means TV, just so that way, then you know, uh, we we can be on the outside looking in constantly. But we'll build that up as our brand, I guess. Right? Yeah, definitely, definitely build build up the uh, kid that only gets invited to play Halo Two once in middle school brand. <laughs> not uh, speaking is, from personal experience i should say <laughs> uh, yeah you guys got to be a little nice i was the kid yourself, playing halo 2 several times for the record yeah anything else left to say guys uh, uh i thought that was the bit we were gonna do beautiful harmony it's a beautiful harmony and we're and then we all toast and oh cheers <laughs> all right deuces Thanks for listening to another episode of Psychic Dolphin Garage. Check out our link tree in the show notes so you can join our Discord, watch us on Twitch, and find our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. Word of mouth is still the best way for us to bring this weird leftist show to as many people as we possibly can, so if you like the episode, please share it with someone, anyone. Just one other person at your school or office or parole hearing who you think might like what we do. We trust your judgment. Go ahead and also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dolphin Garage. Our music is provided by Amoeba Crew. Find them on Twitter at Amoeba Crew. You can find the link to their YouTube page in our episode description. 